An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Holy shit. Holy shit with the Star Wars. Yeah, man. Uh, celebration just happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this. It, it was day one. It was the first freaking day. And they dropped all the major shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what do they got waiting for the rest of the weekend? Well, and, I mean, you want to get the you, you want to get the big shit on day one because day one is still a weekday. But so, all that shit was big enough that they dropped that you could have saved one of those things for each day, and it would have been the remember, biggest thing. Hold on, you're not you're not doing that for the people that are in the crowd, okay? That are in the in the in the in the hall. Because they're gonna wait, they're gonna come back all weekend and watch whatever you announce. You release that stuff the first day on a weekday so that it gets into the mainstream media. You sure, want that you... on a Thursday or a Friday. You don't of want course. To, you don't want that those announcements being made on a Sunday. But those things were so those things were so big. Don't you think they could have spread it out a little? Like any no. one of those would have like I'm telling you, I'm tell, I'm not asking you why they do it. I'm telling you why they did it that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> because you want that stuff to hit the mainstream media. It's the exact opposite of when uh, when the government announces something at five o'clock on a Friday, because they they don't want anybody to pay attention to but it. But you don't think at all it makes the other stuff drowned out a little? No. Uh, if I kind no, of felt like the acolyte then, got drowned then, out a little. If, if acolyte had been dropped on yeah, its we're own, talking over each other. I think if acolyte had gotten dropped on its own, it would have been had more attention because it doesn't seem like anybody had paid attention to that one. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's the, first, it's the first. It's the first announcement of it. There's going to be plenty of time for them to hype it up. Well, anyways, my point was, holy shit, for on the first day to have that mega amount of gigantic news dropped is right. is insane. I, 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 it's it's taken days just to process it. Yet it's been difficult to process because more shit kept get thro- getting thrown at us, right? Uh-huh. So what sticks out most to you of all that shit that went down, all that shit, that crazy, crazy shit that got announced? What stuck out most to you, Anthony? Uh, Dave Filoni directing Thrawn. Really? Dave Filoni directing a live action Star Wars. Feature. So the Ahsoka series or the feature? No, no, the feature. I said Thrawn. Right. I just didn't like, well, he's also directing Ahsoka, right? So he's he's starting with Thrawn sure, but, the Ahsoka but, series. But was is that something you're surprised by? Uh, no, I was expecting that fully. Right. So the big news to me is Dave Filoni directing a f- live action feature film, uh, a Mandoverse film, if you will. There you go. That's yeah. yeah. There's there's that's the the wrap up for 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 this phase of that giant story. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's uh yeah, it's all all three of those, any one of them, like I say, was just mind busting for me. Um, but I think I don't know, I'm a little tossed up on whether oh, it's it's Ahsoka oh, or what. I'm gonna say it's the all three of those are mind bending for you because as we've said many times, you care deeply about the minutiae. And you get you all you already give a shit about like you do give a shit about the stuff that's been relegated to legends and the the old republic and the high republic. Whereas I am I've always said I'm lukewarm. That's a pun. I'm lukewarm <laughs> to the old republic and the high republic. Right. Eh. I've had to learn. These are new adjustments for me because uh, you know, the, the idea of the High Republic is a Disney idea. That's a new age thing. There was as much as there was distinctions in the past, uh, their era, they've kind of created unto itself. I've had to soften a lot when it comes to canon and when it comes to story and things God, like that. I well, I, you, you have no choice because if you're going to love it all and especially now, because Here's the thing of all the news that came out of the entire weekend. There wasn't one thing that wasn't badass. There wasn't one thing I heard about that. I was like, meh. And did you, did you, hold on. Did you well, see actually, that's not true. That's not true. I have not seen the trailer for skeleton crew. And okay. so far I'm meh about that idea. All right. Did you see the link that I sent you for the fucking Muppet babies, Jedi adventures? The, the the did you not see the link that I sent yeah, you? Yeah, but that's like a kids thing. I don't. It is a kids shit. thing. Yeah. It is a kids thing. And what did I say in my text message to you? That I would be worried about the canon of it, which yeah. I, I don't care. Dude, I watched that. Listen, obviously it's for kids. Obviously it's for kids. Mm -hmm. All I'm gonna say is, are kids these days that awful? Like, <laughs> don't, kids, don't kids these days deserve better, better storytelling than like that? That came off so hack. There's a few things that do occasionally, you know, and uh, he's, I, I just let it go now, man. I just let it go. I never watched the Jedi Challenge. Did you watch what? Children's, children's programming. Used to challenge children to learn something. Oh yeah, no, not anymore. It's not yeah. education that, anymore. What are you talking about? The educational that, era is over. Yeah, you know it's sad. We learned a lot. I, you know, I've said before. I've said before that uh, Elmo was the ruination of Star of uh, Sesame Street. Hundred percent. The only time, the only time, the only thing I've ever seen from the character Elmo that I liked was when he was flipping out about his friend's uh, pet rock, Rocco, because everybody was treating Rocco like a real person. And Elmo freaks out. It's just a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 the little Jedi adventures, whatever it is, whatever it is called, just screamed to me of, um, put your kid in front of the t TV for 22 minutes and ignore them. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it's it it it, it screams it's it's breakfast cereal. It's it's Fruit Loops. It's empty calories. A lot and of animation. I get in, in front of a TV for 22 minutes, I, I or more. I'd like to think that maybe they'll learn something. I'd rather show a kid 40 year old episodes of Sesame Street than than new episodes. Of Especially Street. when you have such an opportunity with Jedi and mm-hmm. Padawan, and you know the the whole idea of it being a teaching moment. Yeah. So oh, yeah, you're absolutely. Get, you're you're gonna you're gonna get a plush Wookie Jedi, and you're gonna get a plush whatever the hell. Yeah, the other yeah, Jedi. totally. You're gonna, get, you're gonna get all those toys, merchandise the shit out of it. So, <laughs> okay, so um, that's that's a cool thing. You got excited over the Thrawn thing, um, yeah. and you know what? We just considering the amount of people that have gone on. In the past few days, basically just recanting what happened in all the trailers. Uh, we'll probably just sit here and talk about just the shit and moments that we liked because even I'm fucking, I'm all videoed out when it comes to reactions and fucking that kind of shit. Um, and then there's so much of it too. It's hard to even keep track. But uh, I think the most surprising thing for me was the Dawn of the Jedi announcement. Dawn of the Jedi. I don't remember which one was that. That's James Mangold. Oh. Uh doing 25,000 years before the uh A New Hope. But dude, this is the discovery of the Force. He's calling it like uh like uh the the 10 commandments of Star Wars. You know what I mean? He wants to make like a biblical epic about like the dawning of the Force. No. No, oh, that you know, does it for listen, me. That does it. You know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna watch it. If it's good, I'll say it's good. But I'm not excited about it. I'm very, very excited. I'm not excited, but I knew that you would be. All right. Well, what are what are you excited about? I'm excited about Thrawn. I am of the of the three. What about Thrawn? What are you excited on. about? Well, let me finish a sentence. We talk over each other too much. That's how this is supposed to go. It's old school. And you're doing it again. All the time. Okay, shut up. Of the three feature films that they've announced, from top to bottom, my interest level is Thrawn, whatever the fuck the Ray movie is going to be called, (laughs) and uh, uh, Ancient Jedi Ben-Hur. Really? Yeah. So what uh, what about the Ray movie are you looking forward to more so than the Dawn of the Jedi? I'm looking forward to them being uh free from the constraints. Maybe constraints isn't the right word. Free of the let's say the free of the baggage, free of most of the baggage of the Star Walker of the Skywalker saga and and moving on. Like we're not going to get stuck with uh i i don't th- i don't think praying i don't think we're going to get stuck with a third version of the empire i d- we're not going to get stuck with somehow palpatine returned um i think i think what you've got now is a very clean slate uh the Republic has been wiped out. You know, the the, the 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 government of the Republic has been wiped out. And 
the First Order slash Empire has been wiped out. So you can go into that with a brand new status Well, it is, sorry to Dallas. interrupt, but it is 15 years later. Right. right. Yeah. So you're gonna you're going to create a new stat. We're gonna see a new status quo for the galaxy. Theories? None. Don't want to theorize on that one. I don't want to theorize. I want to go into it when the stupid movie eventually comes out and be presented with something. I have a villain I, I, I theory for no, it. I see no value in. There is. We have nothing to make predictions on other than. Ray is going to be there with a new version of the Jedi Order. It depends if you want to consider whether they keep pulling from Legends or not. There's okay, and it may not be this movie, but uh, maybe they do, but I hope they don't. At I some they... point in some Star Wars media, I don't see them not bringing in the Yuzon Vong. At some point, I don't know if you're familiar with them. Not you, a, okay, the, no the, the 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 Yuzon Vong were the bad guys in the new Jedi Order series when Luke was rebuilding his academy, yeah. and these guys were fucking badass. They were like skeleton Klingons from the outer or from the fucking unknown regions. Okay, and they were they're really they're these fucking warrior class and. They can't be sensed in the force. So they don't use the force. They're not like Sith. They they don't they can't use or manipulate the force, but the Jedi cannot feel them in the force. Okay. So there's a big hamper against the Jedi when it comes to fighting these fuckers, right? Yeah. And uh yeah, they're 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 just they're they're an antagonist I can't see being ignored forever just because they are well-loved and they are quite badass. And who knows okay. if it will be that, but I think in some fucking project. But I'm excited in the same way that you are just for a clean slate. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Please, I don't want any other characters. And this isn't going to be like, I, I don't think it's even going to be the Ray show. I think this is going to be Ray introducing the characters that it ends up being the new show for. Sure. You know what Absolutely. I mean? They'll continue Absolutely. movies with these. And there there may be other characters that survive until that point, right? Like Grogu will be alive. Yeah. At that point. And Gro oh, well, yeah, you'd hope, right? That's the crazy thing about this, is now they've got one character that can like through fare their way through the entire thing. They got one guy who can stick around forever sure. and always, right? If they want to, to just thread it all together, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, God damn, I hope Ezra Bridger dies. You're not a fan of that character, huh? Oh, Jesus, I hate that fucking kid. I'm uh, so I'm watching I'm I'm watching Star Wars Rebels right now. Right. Which I only ever watched a handful of episodes before because. Yeah, I remember. Um, Because. With each successive series. Uh, the target audience uh, of the animation, the target audience was getting younger and younger. Um, Gendy, uh, Gendy Tartakovsky's uh, Clone Wars was much different than the, uh, the, 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 the series that Filoni gave us. And the beginning of Filoni's series was, it, it had 
uh, Star Trek Next Generation vibes. It's like, do I want to watch the first two seasons of this? Clone Wars, you're saying? Good. <laughs> huh? Clone Wars, you're saying? Clone Wars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, even starting because, with the movie, the, mo- the original. So many, clo- yeah. Totally there are so many people children. who have done done video essays about um, salvaging and rehabilitating Ahsoka Tano's character in that series, where she was uh, so deeply hated by the audience those first couple three seasons. But of course, remember. Nobody hates Star Wars as much as Star Wars fans. I don't think, yeah, I don't know if it was that much of her being that horrible in the first three seasons as it was coming off the movie. The initial movie was awful. She was like an absolute cartoon character of her own cartoon. But then then you have to... Then if you're going to base this show around her for what ended up being seven seasons, you got to rehabilitate that character. And they did. They did a great, by the end of that arc, when you get to that seventh season, fuck if you don't want more of Ahsoka Tano in some some way, shape, or form. But it's partly because she grew up, which Ezra's going to do. Ezra's going to be an adult, pretty much. Yeah, comes but back. I, so It'd be I'm, a lot I'm, older, right? I'm on the second season right now, and I'm like, I'm I'm watching every episode, which, right. like I said, never done before, because after Clone Wars, uh, Rebels is again a step down in target age. They move yeah. that rangefinder down a little bit, just you know, the old Price is Right game rangefinder. Give it, give it, give it another season or two. Sure, and... I mean, all you know, the just like Ahsoka Tano, I expect the character to mature. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, in those first couple, of, especially in that first season, dude, he was he was just shy of stalking Sabine. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> you yeah. you thirsty little weirdo. Yeah. Uh, but I but I I, I like I'm liking the show. Yeah, I'm li- I'm liking the show, and I'm liking where it's going. It's, you know, it's, you get to see Lando. Uh, I like the the appearance of Vader. They say Vader for the last episode of that first season. It's just you know the one look at it. I loved I, I uh, like the show. I loved how Kanan was a Padawan at Order sixty six. Like this yeah. isn't like a Jedi Master. This is a Padawan who's grown up over several years who had to navigate his way. And I found yeah. that really really interesting. But dude, this show is. The the last two seasons are everything the Mandalorian is. And it really ages like especially when Darth Maul gets into yeah. things and oh my god, it's it's brilliant. I don't want to delve too far into those cartoons because we already all know how brilliant they are. Yeah. But it makes it makes total sense and it's a genius move. Uh and, and I don't know if how much of this Filoni are was the architect of himself. But the the slow growth from, you know, cartoon animation for the kids into where he's, you know, running the main storyline of the universe now. Yeah, it, it was slow, methodical and smart. And, uh, you know, he's the man who should be the man. And it's about time they handed him the reins of something spectacular. So I'm with you, man. I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be epic because it's going to have so many characters in it, too. Right. And, you know, they're going to go absolutely crazy. Yeah, so I mean, we've now with the trailer, 
the only character that we haven't seen in live action yet is is Ezra. I mean, Kanan's dead. I'm sure we'll get some mm. kind of force ghost Kanan at some point or some flashback to Kanan. He never learned how though, so maybe not. Well, well, we're got well then then we'll get a flashback. Right. Um and uh and we'll get we'll get his kid, Jason. Right, the little kid would be older but, now. Yeah. You know, we've seen we've seen he Ahsoka. was force sensitive too, right? Who was? The kid. Oh, that's that's a good point. That kid could be end up being a Jedi at Ray's Academy. Good, yeah. Age wise, do you know yeah. what I mean? That works yeah. out perfectly. Yes. That's the kind of Easter eggs I think we're looking forward to seeing. Uh, I love but, that the animation and real life lines are gone now. They're like it's all the same shit. Yeah, love it. Yeah, where well, half the characters seen, are being played by their own voices. Sorry, have you, have you seen? Have you ever seen? I know I told you about this. Have you ever seen the fulcrum cut of uh, uh, episode three, where uh, it it marries it marries episode three with the last four episodes of Clone Wars? So you get you get the Ahsoka Tano storyline uh interstitched into the uh the, the movie. That's fucking brilliant. It's great. It's fantastic. That's super brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh all right. Um yeah, but- Mandalorian the Mandalorian that we're we're getting right now, season three. I know I, I fully I, I know the answer I'm gonna get. <laughs> what did you think of season three, episode six? Last week's episode, as we record this, last week's. There's going to be another one in the in a, in a, uh, less than seven hours. Yes, but, uh, less than six hours actually. Um, what did you think of the cameo-filled adventures on Plazier Fifteen? Man. I <laughs> I already I can already read it all in that man. No, I didn't mind it as much as you'd think I'd I would have. Um okay. I don't mind cameos. I like them. They're fun if done appropriately. And you know, oh. the characters are I prefer a, a, a celebrity cameo to a celebrity casting. Do you okay. know what I mean? Like, I'd rather the casting fit the character, but if it's some fucking one-off fucking dude on a planet, sure, let Jeff ba- Je- fucking Jack Black play him. My only complaint is Jack that... Jack Black's not going to be one-off. I promise you. Oh, I'm sure that we'll, we'll revisit that planet. My yeah. only complaint is... and is, I, I, I love her. She seems lovely, but Lizzo's acting was awful. Yeah. It was, it was horrendous. It was like beyond Star Wars bad, bad. It was not good <laughs> at all. And, you know, there's something that really bugs me about when Grogu does his little flip. Yeah. it's It just seems like he's just been tossed in the air too much. Like, there's it's something... I don't know, but uh, and that's a petty thing. But yeah, other, other than her acting, but the cameos themselves. I mean, you know, it was cool to see Christopher Lloyd. I thought that fit fine. Yeah, right. Like he's been in the track. Why not the war? And uh, you know, and we've had enough comedians that that seems like a trend. That's a Favreau thre- thing. He's throwing in his comedian buddies as, and they're all doing great jobs. That's the thing. Look at all the characters, like Bill Burr. 
and what's her name who plays the uh, mechanic on uh, on Tatooine? Oh, uh, Pelly. Pelly is yeah. the mechanic's name. Yeah. And uh, and even in the first episode, was it Horatio Sands or was it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was Horatio Sands. I I love they have they've done great jobs. That's the thing. All those performances have been really really good like surprisingly good we've got some good acting even jack black he, he fit his character but lizzo was that it just didn't work for me like you see now for me i her acting let's let's put aside her actual acting because frankly that is either the first or second acting role she's actual acting role she's ever had and right. the other the only other one is you know doing a voiceover for the simpsons she was on the simpsons yeah this season how do you even know do you still watch the simpsons no i looked it up on imdb oh. got three screens oh yeah you do <laughs> you're sitting there like some sort of fucking guy in the chair yeah, that's why that's how i uh that's how i stay so smart i look things up real quick but yes uh, but to me that the, that episode is the first the 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 first real uh instance of stunt casting on their part cuz i mean carl you know we mentioned amy sedaris carl weathers uh you know tomorrow morrison is obvious if you're going to do anything with clones or with boba fett um werner herzog might have been the closest to a stunt casting to me before this and i i can't hear you man it felt like he fit though right oh he absolutely fit which is why i'm saying that this episode episode six is the first real stunt casting to me and yeah i think for the absurdity of this planet uh it makes sense right you know um it, it absolutely makes sense to me so I don't have a problem with the casting. My problem with that episode, and this was pointed out um, by Ryan Airy and in on uh, uh, heavy spoilers on on YouTube, he had a conversation with uh, or uh, from Screen Crush, Screen Crush, excuse me. He had a conversation with Paul from Heavy Spoilers and with uh, Heather Antos, who's um, editor at IDW. And they were talking about how how it's uh, a distraction from what should be the main story of the season. And that I agree with. The story for, for, for season three should all be about the reformation of the Mandalorians. And... Although I thought it was a very entertaining episode, I think when you've only got eight episodes to tell your story, that it's a distraction. For, I want you to concentrate on that on that A story. Um, even the stuff with uh, Doctor Pershing and Elliot Kane, I think, is a distraction from. From that main story. And I, I honestly think that you could have waited until season four to tell that story. Or you could have done uh, Rangers of the New Republic and, yeah. 
And that's where the story of um, the futility of the New Republic and the the steps leading up to the the formation, like the, the the lingering threat of the Empire and the formation of the First Order, that's what that series should have been about. But they why did they go to the planet again? Sorry, why did they go to which planet? That opulent planet again? What were they doing? They they went there looking for Axe Woves and the Mandalorians. They went looking for the Night Owls. Right, 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 right. So, you know, we get that little uh, snippet at the beginning of the episode with uh, the, the Night Owls bounty hunting. And and then we go to Plazir 15 right. to parlay with them. But... And I love, I love the, um, that kind of Rube Goldberg effect of, uh, if you want this, you have to do this for me. The side quest, right? right? Yeah, yeah, there is, yeah. There is a fantastic early season episode of MASH where I think the whole thing is trying to get Radar a date with a nurse that he is smitten with. And every step along the way of we need to get this for him to get that. And you need to do this before I do that. And it turns into this whole chain of events. Like, you know, there's a mouse. So you get a cat. There's a cat. So you get right. a cat. Yeah. A, it just goes on and on. So what's I, I the kid equivalent? Of, there's a, there's a famous kid equivalent that we should both know of that. I can't. Uh, oh, the, the Sesame street Christmas, uh, when er, er, Bernie and er, Ernie and Bert they trade each other's <laughs> things. To get Bert. E- Bert and Ernie cha- uh, trade each other's things, like to get each other's things. No, yeah. but that's not what I'm thinking. There's more of a how it goes. But, around. but either way, I I like that they want. Some, hey, listen, I just want to. Even when they're in the cable car, when they're in the zip car or whatever, and the the space Uber, and they say, <laughs> and they and, and it's like. uh your presence has been requested with the with the, the the high at the high table. No, we don't have time for that. We just want to go to the airfield and fucking yeah. talk to Axe Woes. No, it wasn't a request. And zoom, they're going. Yeah, I oh come in and they're yeah, everybody is sipping psychedelic uh, <laughs> fucking urine from yeah. this creature, this shark in a ball thing. I, I love that they get taxed with the side quest. And I love the side quest. It's if you gave me if if uh, you gave me a season of the Mandalorian that was just him fucking law and order, true detectiving, fucking Rockford files bullshit, I would eat it up, dude. Right. But this season was supposed to be about reforming the Mandalorians, and now there's only two episodes left. And are we going to have to rush to an ending? Are we going to get to a satisfying conclusion, or are we going to get are we are we going to get cut off midway through where the story should end, and then have to wait for season four? Yeah, I don't see how there's really enough time. Mm-hmm. But but to set up the mythosaur like that that late, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, all, all they've really done 
is repeat the story of Sabine handing over the dark saber to uh, to to Bo-Katan, and this the the right thing to do. Here's the thing I didn't want to do talking about the three movies that are coming is make predictions, but I will do the other terrible sin of the Star Wars fan. I'll rewrite a story. <laughs> I think that this season should have built to um, Bo-Katan telling uh, Din Djarin, wave that saber around and they'll follow you to gather all the Mandalorians together. Then get them all to Mandalore, where she disappears, goes into the caves comes out riding the fucking mythosaur and challenges Din Djarin to a fight where she defeats him and wins the Darksaber. She should have won the Darksaber. Mandalorian Not- can't lose, though. He's the star of the show. How come he can't lose? Because he's the star of the show, man. So the, Listen, think about it in wrestling terms. You lose the big match. Okay, but the story continues. So now it's how do we build you back up to the main event? What just happened at WrestleMania is Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, where they thought Cody Rhodes was like the heir apparent. Everybody thought for sure he's going to win the world title, right? He loses. Everybody's desperately upset about it. The next night, it looks like he's going to get a measure of revenge on Roman Reigns by teaming with Brock Lesnar. And at the beginning of that match, Brock Lesnar turns on him and whoops his ass. So now, side quest. Cody Rhodes is going to have to defeat Brock Lesnar before he faces Roman Reigns again. Right. Um... If you have Bo-Katan defeat Din Djarin and take the Dark Saber. Then all you have to do is give him a new side quest to build him back up to take on Bo-Katan again. Well, he does. Well, here's the thing: like that's a character, and if you want that show to kind of keep going, it could be like you know, Lone Wolf and Cub continues along. I don't. Although I guess he's talking about wanting a place to settle down, but when they talk about retaking Mandalore, retaking it from who, and. You know, because there's nobody there. They just yeah. got to go there and it's there. So here's this is something I don't get is like she's going to bring all those new Mandos back with her. Mm-hmm. The Night Owls and hook them up with the other children of the watch. Right. And then what? Then they're standing there. She's got the dark saber. It's over. She's on the planet. It's hers and they're good to go. It's not retaking Mandalore so much as it is rebuilding Mandalore or going to Concordia and rebuilding or going they to keep saying else. retaking Mandalore, right? Yeah, I know. It's it's that's that's a bad turn of phrase. Yeah. So I don't so, know kind of just where where do they go, but what this feels like is they'll go, they'll take the planet, she'll ride the mythosaur, the Mandalorian, Din Djarin gets to just continue into a whole new arc of a whole new adventure on his own with Grogu, yeah. may- maybe. Um, yeah. And maybe this sets up a Bo-Katan show like they've talked about. Yeah. Like this, this whole season of the Mandalorian, it feels like every season of the Mandalorian is, is to set up another show. 
Yeah. Last year it set up Ahsoka. This year it seems to be setting up like a Bo-Katan show, right? Well, all of the Star Wars TV shows have been tasked with bridging the gap between Return of the Jedi and uh, The Force Awakens. And they've all been tasked with making Rise of Skywalker not suck. All the TV shows, all the TV shows are... uh, Clone Wars and Bad Batch are there to rehabilitate the prequels. Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and whatever comes next are there to rehabilitate the sequels. Right. I just yeah. don't see Din Djarin wanting to take over either because he seems to clearly not want to be. But you see, that, leader, that's my right? point. That's my point. If if they had if they had built it to um, Bo-Katan defeating him in the final episode, and uh, you know maybe with the maybe with the armorer's help or something a little sly, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. This is who sh- the armor has decided should lead or could lead Mandalore. You don't think and it's then, the third sister, though, right? But hold on. And then as he, as as Bo-Katan's first act of office leading Mandalore again, if she had banished Din Djarin, that frees him up for season four to go back out and do do your true detective shit, right? To be a bounty hunter again. And with, uh, you know, teenage Grogu. Then you could come back in season five. This is long-term booking, kids. Then you can, I'm I'm planning WrestleMania next year. Yeah. Back in season five and have, uh, have somebody, uh, Paz Vizsla or somebody, uh, what is, is is Paz Vizsla? Is that the character's name? I think or, the one now is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you trust the you the armor? come to him and say, "We need your help." Bo Katan's gone fucking insane. Do you think the uh, like? Do you trust the armor though? No. Like to have her take her helmet off all of a sudden? Just I don't trust feel her. Right. I feel like I it's her sister. I feel like it's her sister. Because there was a third sister. Remember how Satine yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever uh, yeah. Obi-Wan's girlfriend was killed? There was yeah. a third sister that we never met. And yeah. I'm 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 of the opinion, as I've heard rumors, that she could very well be Bo-Katan's sister. Maybe. Which would make for some familial conflict. But I just I think know? I think that they've got they've put a really fantastic set of chess pieces on the board, but I think in uh, a few little ways, um, they have game they feels too simple, bad moves with those chess pieces. Yeah. Or it's not that they've made bad moves. It's that there are better moves they could have made. I think that there are, and this is the arrogance of the star Wars fan. I could do it better. No, not that I could do it better. It's that I, I, I would, I would love to have a voice in that room. Yeah. Fuck. Well, if it's a Mandoverse right? movie too, though, if it's a Mandoverse movie, I could also see it come down to being the Imperials and Thrawn versus the Mandalorians, because uh, it's and, and also involving Ahsoka. Because Ahsoka and Bo-Katan go way back. I don't see that not coming together and also at some point we're going to see the death of ahsoka because she is dead in the rise of skywalker 
Mm-hmm. So we know that at some point she meets her demise before you know the next couple of decades. Oh yeah, but she's over. she's so. got a, uh, the the current uh, the current season of the Mandalorian is a, is somewhere between seven and nine years after Return of the Jedi, right. and Force Awakens is thirty four years. After so you right. literally have a quarter century in there that you can play with. Yeah, it's a long time, lots to do. Okay, back to the Ahsoka show though. What do you think about those two new characters? Because I've heard a lot. Um, oh, those... Ray Stevenson and uh, yeah. yeah, uh, orange lightsabers, a first on screen. That means so much more to you than me. It does. It's uh, I, I, well. I'm just excited to see what their new excuse for them being oranges, because apparently those two characters, Balin and Shin, I think, are fallen Jedi. They are Jedi who, after Order thirty sixty six, was like, "Oh no, we see the light. We'll follow your way." Uh, you know, and that's another excuse to not have you know more Sith, because it's amazing how many Jedi and Sith are actually running around in a time when there's not supposed to be. Yeah, there's yeah, the, you know, for for wiping out the Jedi Order. Right. I mean, fuck, we keep meeting yeah, Jedi. <laughs> yeah. I still think it's. What are you going to do? See, that's the kind of thing I'm am forgiving of because we need them. We need to continue the stories. It, it all ends if you don't have any of your fucking characters, right? It it could have been done better. That's why I'm. Like, that's why I'm looking forward to. That's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to the new Ray movie because it's why we should have been looking forward to the sequels. Yeah. Right. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Uh, Abrams can adapt things, but he can't create anything new. No, I hear you. And uh, he proved that with Star Trek, and he proved that with again with Star Wars. And I, I don't know why you would, I would, I would never hire J.J. Abrams. Just mm-hmm. fucking terrible. Uh, in that situation, yeah, I mean, you you need more guidance than that, though. You know, like that's why you really need a director who's gonna more so understand that material you need, a, you need a better you need a better writer than yeah, he's not a good writer what's with all these writer directors you know what i mean it never used to be that way like you like the writer directors were like what more you like it never used to be that way well when you had the geniuses like the spielbergs or the coppolas or this and that but it's not but it's yeah. not like a good uh, listen to me writer director is a is a fantastic combination and i think that some of the best movies come out of that you know not these days start with start with citizen kane man i i trust orson wells i i was looking so forward to ben affleck's batman because he was gonna write and direct and star you know i did he write his movies gone uh, Gone girl and the what is it the town girl let's find out well, I mean, the the dude does have a, an Oscar for writing. So uh, let's see what he's written here. IMDb, known for actor, producer. Let's just get to writer. Previous. Here are the here are the screenplays by uh, Ben Affleck. Goodwill Hunting. Right. Oscar. Um. He created a TV show called Push Nevada. I remember that name, but I don't know where. He wrote the screenplay for Gone Baby Gone. 
He wrote the screenplay for The Town. He wrote the screenplay for Live by Night. I don't know that one at all. Don't and know he that. He wrote the one. screenplay for something called The Last Duel. That's so, the uh, uh, that's the that silly Arthurian type. Yeah, movie yeah. So I don't know. The, made, I don't right? know the Last Duel, and I don't uh, live by night or live by night. I don't know. Uh, okay, so if you're not excited about the Dawn of the Jedi nonsense, were you not impressed with the Acolyte then? I I'll watch it. Like looked okay. I look looked okay, but I'm not. But I, I'm it looked not metal. It looked like the most metal Star Wars, like that. There's kind of been, you know what I mean. As much as it was nonsense at the end of Rise of Skywalker, like storyline, and somehow the Emperor came back and all the yeah. shit and everything, it looked metal. Like all those like Sith like disciples and him and that shit and the wide painted ass looking like cavernous shit. It looked fucking metal as fuck so this so, is more of a horror so star wars it so looks fucking, so i know it was dumb, dumb. yeah but still... the, the first order has been gathering forces and material for a quarter <laughs> century and we didn't know about it fuck off yeah, did you read heir to the empire yeah uh do you uh, think the timothy, timothy is... on books were amazing. Do you they think were... Grogu? Do you think Grogu will be a replacement for the Luke cloning part of that story? Because we've got Thrawn, we could do the story, but obviously not with Luke. It's different now. Could mm. you do it with Grogu? Like he's gonna like he would be the 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 clone MacGuffin in the story. Do you know what wouldn't I mean? I do could... it. Wouldn't you do it with Ezra Bridger? I suppose if you could come, do that if, too, if Thrawn, right? If Thrawn comes back, here's my here's my instant. Baloney's got right so now. many ways he could go with this movie. Fuck. They come they come back from the unknown regions, and Thrawn uh Ezra Bridger is now bent to Thrawn's will. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So Ezra is the villain, and they have to try and turn him back to the light side. Wow. Like, uh, do you remember the Dark Empire comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Yeah, that could be fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I think we've touched on most of it except for The Bad Batch. Uh, season three will be coming, and it will be its final season. Yeah, I think three seasons of The Bad Batch is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, give us the fate of Omega, and then uh, figure out how we're going to see her in live action. Of course, they're going to continue or, it all on, right? Or killer. Nothing makes <laughs> sad like a dead right? child. The yeah, I don't. Will I? I don't think we'll ever see the Bad Batch themselves on on film because that'd be too hard oh, and weird no. to do, right? I think season three of Bad Batch ends with a lot of heroic sacrifices. I see a few, but I see some. Uh... I see some survivals living in a field in a farm somewhere, maybe. You can't kill them all, can you? you Unless they all die together in like a Rogue One yeah. situation, right? You right. Could, you could kill them all if you wanted yeah. to. But that was a big uh, twist last episode of the older girl being Omega's sister. I don't like that. I don't like it either. Like, we're going too far there, right? Yeah. Well, why, right? why does Omega need a sister? Right, I think it was cool that they did one. I could see them being like, "Let's make one female," and did it. 
Yeah. And what you know, no need to keep that going. They were making soldiers. That was the point. Yeah. Right. Uh okay, season three. The big question to me is Omega force sensitive. No. Okay. We'd have seen that by now. Uh, yes, I think probably. I think this I think this show is just uh, not for any like negative reason, but it's just steering clear of the Jedi. Yes, you know it yeah. really it is nice to have a Star Wars show without a space wizard. I get it totally, yeah, man. It is. What, did, nice is there a skeleton have. crew trailer? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. Is it any good? Yeah. Or is it like CW Star Wars? That's what I'm worried about. Hey, like I said, the rangefinder keeps moving down, baby. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of, I feel like it's moving all over the place. They're doing it a is, Marvel thing, right? They're doing a little well, bit of something for everybody. Skeleton Crew is, um, it's Voyager meets Muppet Babies. What? It's Voyager meets <laughs> Muppet Babies. Explain this to me. The, it's, you've got, you've got uh, Jude Law. And he's in charge of a bunch of kids, and they get lost in space. Danger, Will Robinson. They get lost in space, and uh, and then they're going to go on some adventures trying to get home. It's How old are these kids that you're calling them babies? Like, well, what's Muppet Babies? It's, they're babies. It's, it's they're kid, Muppet it's Babies kid versions. It's kid versions. Of your favorite, no, character. it's baby versions of your favorite characters. I is this is so, this so? Is I was right in the first really thing the thing by saying, gonna, is this no, really just saying this is gonna be the, this is gonna be the Wednesday of Star Wars, isn't it? I don't know because I Probably. haven't watched Wednesday. Why the wow, fuck would I watch didn't Wednesday? Watch that? that show was fucking great, man. Tim Burton directing a lot of it, dude. It was really why would good. I watch Wednesday? What what is what is the appeal of Wednesday for me? Uh, you've never were a Tim Burton or Adams Family fan. I like I like Tim Burton just fine. Yeah, well, it's very Tim Burton. I'm not like a, I'm, sort I, of thing. I'm not a I'm not a Tim. I like Tim Burton. I'm not a I'm not a Tim Burton stan, as you young people say. I think I, it's uh it's fun. And, and I, I, I wish I wish you were watching the video of this, dear listeners, because I'm talking to a man who is. He looks like he's deep in his forties now. <laughs> you know what's funny? You want to see what you are uh, windburnt. I have been making uh, these comic book TikToks that have been a lot of fun. Yeah, I've seen them. And uh, this is going to be the next one I make. Okay, Edward yeah. Scissorhands from IDW. Edward Scissorhands number one. Uh, it's actually a sequel comic, so. If you ever want wondered what the sequel to Edward Scissorhands would be, I have the answer. Uh, in this okay, comic. I already know. Hold on, I already know what the se- the sequel to Edward Scissorhands uh, was because it came out thirty years ago. Like a synopsis, you're saying? Or no, no, the sequel to Edward Scissorhands. It was a uh, porno with oh, God. Gene Fine. It was called Edward Penis Hands. That's just, <laughs> it's classy. It's real classy. Oh, the look on your face is worth every moment of that. But yeah, yeah. but it's uh, it's neat. It's cool. It's uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I think we hit everything. Is there anything so. else? The orange lightsabers. I wrote down a few things here so I wouldn't uh, forget. 
bad lightsabers or just something else for you to collect oh yeah well they've made toy orange lightsabers for years i have like four four or five of them but uh how, how many in the collection now 80 84 84 okay sorry 85 i bought a new one yesterday or the day before they what are making yesterday they are making these tiny like kid lightsabers but mm-hmm. they are in the shape of the characters so okay. they've like literally got like the character's head on it you know what i mean yeah and i i bought an ahsoka one because it was like 10 bucks at walmart and i was like yep I will add that to the collection because I already have a, a a Mandalorian one and a Stormtrooper one. I need to get the R2-D2 one and the Boba Fett one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's just... Boba Fett lightsaber. Blasphemy. Well, it's it's like literally Boba Fett. Like the lightsaber is coming out of the top of his head. It's like a, it looks like they look like kind of like Pez dispensers, but they're fucking lightsabers, but and handheld for little children, but they're fun. But yeah, this is going to open up uh, cool things. There's also that one scene that I'm interested in in Ahsoka where it looks like she's fighting one of the Inquisitors. Okay. Uh, Could be flashbacks. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think there'll definitely be flashbacks. But will we get to see kid version? I think we're going to get to see a kid version of Ahsoka. I think it's going to be one of those surprise episodes. Like, you know how we Mm -hmm. weren't expecting Leia? I don't think anybody's expecting it. But 100%, there's going to be flashbacks to a young Anakin uh, being master to a young fucking Ahsoka. 100% I'm calling that. Oh, yeah. I I think at least one flashback would be good. No way that we don't see that in live action. Yeah. That you know, because we've we did hear Anakin's coming back for this show, didn't we? Hayden Christensen. Uh, I don't. I I did not hear that. Like, because I know he's like come back for a few or this or that, and yeah, came back for uh, came back for Obi Wan. I don't see that being a surprise that they let go. Like, how do they not show her when we got to know her, like with colored lightsabers and stuff back in the day, like training, right? Um, yeah, that was his favorite scene in Obi Wan to film. Actually, he said was that training scene, that flashback training scene uh, between the two yeah. of them. Just because they it gotta, was like 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 swinging sabers with you and again was awesome, you know. They got to spend a couple of extra bucks on uh, on the de aging technology for uh, for Christian Hayden Christian. Yeah, that was weird. How they they, they do it so well, but they almost didn't bother with him. I feel yeah. like they didn't even do it. I feel like they just like let him like put the costume on, but that's kind of still how good he looks, right? Did you see, of course you did, you saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. We'll tap yes, this on the very end very much here. looking forward to it. It very looks great, eh? Yeah. And the the less that his bastard son Mutt is mentioned, the better we all are. So she, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, is the daughter of Toby Jones' character from the last movie, though. So they are yeah. connecting to it. They're not completely ignoring things. Sure. Right. Sure, and they got Sala, and uh, uh, I like I uh, I want Marion in the movie. I really want Marion in the movie, but uh, but I'll be good, goddamned, if I want to see like do I do I want to see Shia LaBeouf in anything? 
I don't I don't really want to see Shia LaBeouf. The last movie he was in was uh, was uh, Fury. That was probably the last movie he was in that I gave a damn about. And and that was just that was by accident. I don't mind but the shoot the shot after hope- after watching his uh, interview with uh, Josh Bernthal on his yeah. podcast. There he's, he's he's an interesting cat that uh, that there's Shia. Yeah, he's interesting. But, but uh, I, 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 hope, I hope they're keeping it a secret. But I really hope that Karen Allen puts in a cameo somewhere in uh, in in. Uh, I don't even care. I don't even care. Yeah, well, I think this is going to be lightsabers. So fuck you, dude. No, I think <laughs> I'm just happy that they're going to the past. I'm happy that they're going to de-age his ass and they're going to be flashbacks to old indie adventures because it's about a time travel thing, right? It's called the Dial of Destiny. It's about yeah. some fucking time traveling device. Plus, there's just going to be plain, plain old. I think straight up fucking. Uh, just flashback scenes where they de-age the fuck out of that motherfucker. And, uh, yeah. you know, they're going to say oh, yeah. that this is the last Indiana Jones ever. And then in, right. I'd, I'd say 20 years, maybe 15, 20 years, then they'll fucking recast it after he's dead. They'll be like, we yeah. can make some money off this. They'll let him but, die. But, but that's what I'm saying. If, if this is the last one out, then I want, I want Picard season three level cameos and returns oh, i'm two episodes behind but i just uh i just obtained them so i'll be watching them after we finish our conversation here tonight and it's been great uncle anthony you are the host of the handsome genius radio club show podcast wow radio thing Man. um everybody the should check it genius out club, the handsome genius club radio show of which this will be the first episode in uh, months. Oh my god! In far too long. You've been TikToking. I have. I've been TikToking um, uh, trading cards, sports cards, and trading cards. Sure, I bought twenty packs of cards today. So nice. plenty of TikTok uh, shit to come. But um, yeah, Handsome Genius Club Radio Show. Let's get that back on the road. Yeah. So, we're, but yes, we're going to Calgary. Yeah, Calgary Comic Expo. Uh, last weekend of April, and I'll be at Table P zero three in uh, in Artist Alley. And uh, uh, check out my new web store, MerchTable.store. All kinds of goodness. Awesome! Thank you for talking Star Wars with us tonight, Uncle Anthony. Come on, tell them who you are and where to find you. Oh yeah, because we're we got your we're swapping show. this. My name is J.M. Clark, kids. I'm the host of an elegant weapon podcast. You can find that where all fine podcasts are found. And also check me out on TikTok. I'm doing some fun little one-minute comic reviews of uh, fun, quirky little personal comics uh, that mean something to me. And uh, we're having a nice little run with that. So uh, check it out at an elegant weapon on TikTok. And I'm all my social media is uh, at my name is Kingdom and at HGC Radio Show. Boom. Booyah. Uh, thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Jay. Pickety. <laughs>